Welcome back to Radio IAGP. This is episode number 47 for the week of December 21st, 2020. Let's go ahead and get right into the emails. If you have any emails, you can send them into radioiagp at gmail.com. You can also just send us a message on Twitter at implausiblya on Twitter. Let's start with an email. This email says, Dear Radio IAGP, the end of the year is almost here. Looking back at Implausibly Averages 2020, what is something you're proud of? What's something you change? What are you looking forward to doing in 2021? Thanks, Anonymous. Thank you, Anonymous, for sending in an email. I think Implausibly Averages 2020 is probably the strongest year we've had. We started... A little slow. I'm looking back at some of the videos we made. Our first video of 2020 was in March 30th. Or no, I'm sorry. Our first video of 2020 was February 1st, 2020. And that was for a trailer for Radio IAGP, this podcast you're listening to. And then our next series that we started up was in July. So it took us a while to get started in 2020. Um, Some personal stuff just made it difficult to record videos for a while, and I wanted to make sure that when I recorded, or when I started recording again, I could just be pretty consistent in publishing videos on on the YouTube channel. And I think we did pretty good, you know? There wasn't really any gaps from July to now, where we didn't have some form of video going up, and then when the podcast started, I don't think we've missed a Monday so far. Knock on, knock on desk, I don't think we've missed a Monday so far, so, you know, starting the podcast was, it's been really fun, you know, this is a really goofy thing that I'm really enjoying doing, it's good fun, I love seeing everybody's questions for me, I love seeing people listening to it, you know, just the idea that people are listening to this stuff is really fun, and I think that's the same with the online content too you know we got a handful of things that got like decently popular for implausibly average videos like all of this all of implausibly average is just stuff i want to do it's not something where i'm looking to get a million views it's something where i'm trying to make content that my friends would like or that and that i would like you know so i think doing things like the crystal casual bingo is just fun like it's just goofy that that's a thing that we've done like applying the rules of a speedrun bingo to a slower paced nuzlocke is really funny especially when you consider my poor luck and bad strategy it makes for a really goofy series where basically anything can happen and the series could end at any moment or at least the season of a series could end i don't think that crystal casual bingo is ever going to end until I actually beat the Elite Four in this Nuzlocke and and get a bingo. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to. You know, we did another season of Gentle Carnage, which was something that I had planned on doing. You know, when I finished the first season, I didn't even consider Gentle Carnage to be a multi-season series, if that makes sense. Like, I knew I didn't want to do it every week forever, you know. So I stopped it at 10 episodes uh, in 2019, and I figured that was a good amount of time. You know, a a few months had passed. Let's go ahead and start. Let's go ahead and bring it back. It it was something that was really popular. It was something that I thought was really fun. And, you know, I I pay for a subscription to a royalty-free music site, so I might as well get my money's worth from that. You know, I think playing Magic was really fun, too, just in that... I'm 
not good at it. So that's fun to watch. And then on top of that, just being able to finally play that on the, on the YouTube channel was fun. Like putting out some gameplay of that was really fun. You know, um, I wish that Crusader Kings had maybe clicked with me a little bit better. Um, and I wish that I had figured out what I wanted in the Crusader Kings slot a little bit faster. You know, um, I think settling into Factorio at the very end of the year is kind of goofy, but whatever. It, it works. It's a game I'm enjoying. It's a game I've put in a lot of hours into already. So putting in some more for for video's sake is easy to do. I think the biggest thing that I'm proud of, or that I'm, yeah, that I'm proud of is getting AWF, the wrestling series, to finally work. The original pitch to myself was that AWF would be a kind of goofy series that you wouldn't see all of, if that makes sense. So the plan was, and I think the pilot still exists on YouTube publicly. I know it's still on our YouTube. But the idea was that the Sunday Clash would happen. And maybe that would happen weekly, but it would be edited and presented in such a way where you're basically just seeing the pay-per-view. And I will have simulated in some way the weekly episodes that led up to that pay-per-view but you wouldn't see them in full. That was the general idea. So that way, you know, if it was weekly, it's a lot of content to do. But at the very least, if it was every month, I'm not having to put out a weekly show and then once a week having to do a bigger Sunday pay-per-view style show. And it just would have made, it would have been a goofy way to address the idea that I didn't necessarily want to do something weekly. And especially not with, uh, I was using Sony Vegas at the time to edit all of the videos that you see on Implausibly Average. I think there's a handful of Gentle Carnage that I didn't premiere as part of a trial for premiere. But what saved what saved AWF was that I got a deal on the Creative Cloud stuff. I pay for I paid for Photoshop specifically because paying for it made my workflow easier in terms of being able to throw together thumbnails and stuff when I'm away from the machine that's rendering stuff. You know, it just meant that instead of spreading out recording, rendering thumbnail over a few days, because thumbnail and rendering most likely isn't happening on the same day because I'm recording so late and editing and rendering so late, and my computer just kind of doesn't like when when I open up Photoshop and attempt to render a video... So being able to go to a machine that maybe is underpowered for video, but is has enough power to make, you know, goofy thumbnails, that was, that's nice. And so it was worth it for that price alone, just to like make, make my life easier. But I was looking at canceling some things. Um, I also pay for Audition just because it's so much easier to use than Audacity. And again, just an ease of use thing, but bills were starting to get tight. And I was like, you know what? I can go back to Audition I'm sorry, I can go back to Audacity from Audition and I'll just deal with it. It sucks, but I can live with, I can live with Audacity. And as I was canceling, I got offered like every, every Adobe Creative Cloud software for 10 bucks less than I was paying total for Photoshop and Audition. So I took the deal and that meant editing was so much faster. Um, Editing in Vegas for me was really slow. I couldn't do a lot of things. And since I already had Photoshop as part of my workflow, you know, it was it was easy to make the jump to Premiere, which is a program that I have a lot more experience with. 
Um, I used Premiere in school. Um, so a lot of that stuff I do still remember, you know, and a lot of it is still self-taught, but, but it's, you know, stuff I can pretty easily look up and it's not a hassle to try and do some of the things I want to do. So with the editing being more streamlined and everything working together, being able to use things like After Effects and teaching myself some really basic stuff in Illustrator, it all came together in such a way where like, there's still places that I want to improve AWF in, you know, like story is only being told through, through the narration of the announcer. And well, part of that is a limitation of the WWE game that I'm using, not having a good way for you to like do story things in the game itself. The other thing is that I totally could figure something out and make like more in-depth story content and promos and stuff featuring the characters that we're using in in the AWF you know like there's there's options for me and I just haven't explored them as much as I wanted to but I want to get the fundamentals down I want to see if I can keep up with the storytelling week to week and then on top of that build to a Sunday event that then builds to the next four weeks which then builds the you know just doing the wrestling thing Everything else will come together later when I can figure out, you know, how I want to approach it at all. And then, so I think probably AWF is the thing I'm most proud of, you know, like it's a series that's been stewing in my head even before Implausibly Average. I've wanted to do something like VGCW, you know, Video Game Championship Wrestling was something I used to really enjoy watching and I've kind of fallen off that, but I think that there's room for more content like that on the internet, you know? especially since I'm seemingly focusing more on comic books because I think that they're interesting to translate into wrestlers. And, you know, I'm doing it differently enough from from VGCW, where VGCW, a lot of the characters were user-created from other people that would get submitted to the person making VGCW. But also it was like, we're going to try and make Mario look like Mario as much as we can make him look like Mario in this character creator whereas i am more interested in like if superman was a wrestler what would he look like you know if batman was a wrestler what would he look like not can i make batman accurate to batman versus superman in this wrestling engine just can i make something that borrows the iconography of batman enough to go oh yeah that's batman he a wrestler though and then when it comes to 2021 um i want to get back into streaming you know i did the one stream I think I've done a couple streams this year, but the one I remember most is the one where we put together an episode of AWF on stream. I, I think that's really fun. I think I think showing the process for this stuff is really interesting. You know, I think it's I think it's something that can also help other people, you know? Like there's bound to be someone out there somewhere who is filled with really cool ideas and definitely wants to execute on them and has the ability to execute on them, but for whatever reason, they don't know how. And I think that more content like that out there is always useful. I think it's always useful to show your process because, A, there's no way I'm the best at what I'm doing, right? Like, even in the very narrow niche market of people making wrestling content on YouTube and presenting it to you as a fake 
wrestling television show with user created characters. I, I'm not the best in that arena, but I have a slightly unique take on it. And I think it's worth showing where I'm coming from and how I'm making the content because someone else will do it better. And that's great. And if I can help someone in that way, just by just, just by showing what I'm doing, then perfect. That's great. I had more power to them, you know? So I think it's streaming that I want to do more in 2021. And I'm looking forward to seeing how AWF continues, you know? Unlike something like Gentle Carnage, which is similarly edited in that it is gameplay content edited in a way that isn't just a let's play, then I'm, I'm you know, Gentle Carnage had like a series or season finale. And... You know, modern day wrestling doesn't really have that. So, you know, how long does this go for? And when I eventually need a break from this, or let's say we need to update to the next wrestling game, what does that break look like? How do I how do I write off that break? I already have an idea, and I think it's pretty goofy and funny. Um, I just think it needs to. I don't want to burn it just yet, you know. Um, but but I've got an idea on how to deal with that, and I'm. Excited to see if I can pull it off, and I'm excited to see if it works in terms of, like, the actual presentation and the actual video that I produce from that. So, I think that answers all of your questions, Anonymous. Thank you. And finally, we have a reply to us from at Bryzik on Twitter, who says, Favorite emulators, what games would you have never played if not for emulators? I mean, I think the biggest game that I wouldn't have played without emulators are like hacked games. Like I would never have played uh, Crystal Clear, uh, a hack of Pokemon Crystal, uh, if I didn't have an emulator. Um, also, before I started collecting Pokemon games, um, I never played the Game Boy Pokemon trading card game. And without an emulator, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Prices were weird at that time too, so it was like I'm, I can't justify spending, you know, ho- however much money on the game at the time. But eventually, prices dipped in a way, and I learned to solder, so I could go seek out bad battery copies of Game Boy games to save myself some money. I know I played a little bit of a Dragon Ball Z game, like an English patch of a Japan exclusive Dragon Ball Z game that was. I don't know if it was good, <laughs> but it was definitely interesting. Um, I remember playing that. That was pretty cool. Again, another game I wouldn't play if I didn't have an emulator. A lot of the games that I play on emulator are either for content I'm making for Implausibly Average, or it's like testing a game out to see if I actually want to go on eBay and like spend the money or spend the time trying to find a copy. I don't know. There's like a ton of other games that I would never have played if not for emulators. I guess Star Fox 2 for the Super Nintendo was one of those, if not especially before the Super Nintendo Classic came out. That was one that I was really into. Oh, and I guess, like, well, I, I actually haven't done it, but, like, I guess those, those, what is it, um, Space World demos for Pokemon, like, couldn't play that without an emulator, I don't think. But mostly it's not, like, games I would never play if I didn't have an emulator. It's games I wouldn't be able to play on Implausibly Average if I didn't have an emulator. Like, I don't have a good way to capture PlayStation 2 footage. I have a PlayStation 2. I just don't have good capture gear for that in particular. Or I have, or I had, no, I still have the the Nintendo 64. I had a Super Nintendo. I don't think I have that anymore. But like a Super Nintendo, I'm sorry, a Nintendo 64 
in some cases didn't play nice with the capture equipment I used to have. And what I ended up doing was like buying a VCR, I think, and having those cables run that way. When I when I tried doing that, basically, I would almost always prefer an emulator because emulators don't, especially with the games I'm playing. I'm playing Game Boy games. I'm playing Game Boy Advance games. Maybe a Super Nintendo game here or there, a Nintendo game. Those will run on anything. I don't need like super beefy hardware, which means that I can run it on the computer I'm using to record gameplay footage and stuff. And it's so much easier. Like even if I wanted to play Pokemon Crystal regularly the easiest way for me to do that at present would be to using only original hardware would be to get my n64 out hook it all up get a capture card that could capture n64 footage or get my vcr hooked up to be the middleman in that situation uh, to like make the resolution work for a capture card and then play pokemon crystal through the transfer pack in Pokemon Stadium 2. Like, that would be the way to do it on original hardware. And there are some instances where I think that that would be useful. Um, Something I think I've talked about on the podcast before, if not here, then somewhere in implausibly average lore, I've explained this. But I really want to do another 24-hour stream. I used to do them before um, for Extra Life. I haven't done them in years. And they're really fun to do, and I think a really fun idea to have it be a series that continues, you know, would be you beat Pokemon Red or Blue or Yellow within the 24 hours. And, like, obviously you can speedrun them in a matter of hours, but I probably wouldn't speedrun them. I would probably just play them regularly as fast as I can, as opposed to, like, doing speedrun strats or glitches or anything like that, unless I just wanted to do a glitch, which might be something I'd be interested in. So I would play on original hardware uh, for the stream, playing red, blue, or yellow, any one of the three, because I own them. I own all three, so that would be pretty trivial to do. And then, well, if I had all the right equipment, it'd be trivial to do. Um, And then the next extra live 24-hour stream, I would then take those beaten Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow games into Pokemon Stadium 1 and take those teams through like a challenge cup or something. I know that I know that beating Pokemon Stadium completely within a day is difficult um, for speedrunners. I think that 24 hours is about as long as you play. Maybe it, I know it's double digit hours for one of the Pokemon Stadium speedruns. So you probably wouldn't finish it, but that would be fun to do. Take the games from last year, bring them into the next year to have some sort of continuity, and then do the same thing after that. You know, play Pokemon Crystal or Silver Gold, and the year after that, you take those into uh, Pokemon Stadium 2. You know, like, I think that would be really fun to have that type of continuity between these big 24-hour streams that it would be difficult to do emulated. And I think you would lose something there. I'm not losing anything by playing this randomized version of Crystal in an emulator for Crystal Casual Bingo. I think you would be losing something if I did that whole process of playing and beating Red, Blue, or Yellow, or all three, then moving them up into Pokemon Stadium, and then, you know, again, moving them up, and moving those Pokemon up into Pokemon Stadium 2 with a now-completed Gold, Silver, Crystal, or whatever. You know, like, there's something nice to that physicality that I think brings more character into the stream that you would lose if you didn't do that 
but it, it, it that I think would be like very fun in that specific situation. I don't know. I've really lost the plot with this tweet that I got, so I'm going to call it there. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I This is it. We're done with the episode. If you have a question, you can send them into radioiagp at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at implausiblyj, and you can follow Implausibly Average on Twitter at implausiblya. Next week, we are doing a different kind of episode. So please send in your Game of the Year thoughts and opinions to Radio IAGP because next Monday is the first ever Radio IAGP Game of the Year Awards. So be there. And of course, you can follow us on YouTube, search Implausibly Average. I am doing, obviously, AWF Wednesdays. And then uh, I announce it, but basically every first Sunday of the month, we do Sunday Clash which is a longer episode, like a pay-per-view, but you don't have to pay for it. And then we also started a new series where I'm playing Factorio on the YouTube channel. So go check that out. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you all next time. Later.